This is In the Trenches, Broadcast 34. Welcome to In the Trenches, where entrepreneurs, artists, writers, designers, inventors, warriors, and leaders share their stories of doing the hard, creative work that impacts all of our lives. Let the journey inspire you to do something worthwhile, build something bold, and create your life's work. And now, your host, Tom Morgus. Welcome back, everyone, to another broadcast of In the Trenches. Today's guest is Rachel Gilliam of punchpresence.com and also the marketing director of Launch DFW. And Launch DFW is a company or an organization that supports and promotes tech entrepreneurship throughout North Texas by way of events, their website, sharing information, and all around just connecting entrepreneurs to resources that they need to succeed. And Rachel, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into this. Uh, we've, we've worked together in, in the past, and I'm really excited to have her on the show today. She's got a crazy amount of energy. She's been described as a powerhouse, which I completely agree with, and we'll call her that from now on. Actually, I probably should have started that out, started the intro out that way. Rachel's a powerhouse. But anyway, I, Rachel, thanks so much for being on the show today. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. That was a pr- pretty lame opening. I should have started with Launch DFW. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll get into yeah. DFW. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. I am um, I'm an Army brat. I was actually born um, in Oklahoma but bounced all over the States as a kid um, and wound up in Dallas for college. Um, I was an English major, which is the best major, as everyone knows. Um and and I stuck around the Dallas area. I kind of moved from um, kind of job to job. Uh, I'm a pretty smart kid, so it, really any position that was offered to me or that I happened upon, um, I usually usually did. A, I was I was you know I'm I'm efficient and uh, and I love helping people. So um, so it was really easy for me to just sort of like figure out a job and make sure people were happy. Um, in the last couple of years though, um, my husband, um, he owns a market research company. Um, he went off and did his own thing, started his own company. And, uh, and I kind of, I started helping him out with some stuff. Um, I realized, you know, how much I liked that we were working for ourselves. Um, I didn't entirely have an idea of uh, how hard that can be, but, um, but I do like especially supporting people um, who are who are trying to grow and create their own thing. So, you know, when my husband said that he wanted to start his own company, um, I knew he would be good at it. I fully supported him. Um, and um, I, I realized he didn't have a website or a Facebook page or Twitter or anything like that. And I was like, you know, hon, um, how about I set all that up for you? I know how to do that. I know enough about WordPress to be slightly dangerous. So, um, you know, so I, I kind of navigated that process for us, just figured out what we needed to do online to, um, uh, you know, at least get a good kind of consistent sort of web presence going. And, and then I realized, you know, maybe this is something I could do for, for other people. So, um, so that's when I started my own company, uh, punch presence. Um, for the most part, it's kind of, I've stuck to the same sort of offerings. Um, I'm actually not totally accepting 
clients right now, although I'll take on projects here and there because I, I just like helping people. Um, and, um, it's funny because sort of in between, um, starting my own company and, you know, like officially going off and doing my own thing, um, we never really had plans to stay in Dallas. Um, we, cause we could do our job from wherever we wanted to. And, um, we, we were looking for office space because we were working at home all the time. Um, and actually, and I can talk about this a little bit later, but I was, I was getting kind of depressed, um, kind of stuck in my head. And, uh, I think that was kind of around the time that I, that I reached out to you, Tom. Um, I was just kind of telling you, I, like, I, I felt like my wheels were spinning. I, I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was reading all of this information and, um, and, and I had all of these resources, but I didn't know what to do with them. And I was just working from home or in, uh, in our local coffee shop. And I was just, and I just felt so super stuck. Um, and then we, uh, found this co-working community called the Grove in Dallas, Texas. Um, and it was, it was just full of people sort of in very similar situations. Um, and what we all realized is that we were all resources to each other. Once we kind of put it out there, what, um, what our needs were and what we were good at, what we weren't good at. Um, I don't know. We, you, you figure out when you're in a community where exactly you stand. And I, and kind of once I, once I realized and recognized what my strengths were, um, that's kind of when I started figuring out a bit more, uh, what direction I needed to go for myself. Um, my, uh, the founder of Launch DFW also worked at the Grove in Dallas. Um, his name is Bradley Joyce and he kind of put it out there to the community that he needs somebody to write articles. And, um, and like I said, I'm an English major. I know, I know I can write. Um, I'm definitely good at editing and correcting people's grammar. Um, so I, uh, I, I offered to write a couple articles and, um, and also manage social media during uh, some of the events that Launch DFW does. So um, when I, when I get involved in something, I tend to really jump into it. Um, if people tell me, you know, um, Hey, let's go, let's go this direction. Um, I don't talk about it for very long. I kind of figure out along the way what resources are going to be needed. And, and from there, I just make things happen. I probably make mistakes along the way, but I've learned that those, that those can be easily fixed. Um, and people accept apologies and, uh, and so when something needs to be done, I'm very capable. So, um, so I started, I started getting more involved with launch DFW and, um, and eventually Bradley, uh, after I had written a couple articles and, um, and, you know, started talking to some of the startups in our community. Um, he asked if I, if I wanted to come on full time. And so I tried to juggle doing both, uh, running my own business, running punch presence and, and also working with launch DFW. Um, but I realized that I would, um, I would just spend more time on things with launch DFW, uh, learning about what other people are doing, learning about other entrepreneurs and the failures that they come across, the, the challenges that they, you know, that they have to work through, um, being, being some kind of support, even just listening to people. That's, um, 
that's just what I'm really excited about. So that's kind of where I'm at today. And we are, we're growing the organization. Um, it's a really exciting thing to be a part of. And, um, and what I've kind of figured out in all of this is that I, um, that I'm just passionate about community and relationships and connecting people with the resources that they need. So this is, this is a really good fit for me. It's by far the most fulfilling thing that I've ever done. So, um, it definitely keeps me up at night, but, um, but I'm just in love with it. So. Yeah. Well, in a good way, I would hope. Yeah. (laughs) Or is it in a stressful way? Um, no, actually, I mean, there's the occasional stress. Like when I, I'm so another thing I'm really good at is procrastinating. Um, so, uh, it's because, well, I don't know, know if I would call it pro- procrastination, actually. Just really good at getting things done at the last minute. Save it to the last minute, you only wait yeah. a minute on it. Exactly. So, um, I mean, in those situations, there might be the, like, some undue stress. But, um, I mean, when, when somebody gives you, um, when somebody gives you the freedom to do what it is that you really, that you really care about, and to, and to like carve your own path. Um, I, I mean, that's where, that's where, that's where people really shine. And so, uh, I don't know right now, I feel like everything's shiny <laughs> and as cynical as I, I can be about some things. Um, I, I don't know. This is, uh, I, I have a lot of faith in the Dallas startup community. It's just, it's, it's so humbling to be a part of it in in a small way. And, um, you know, even if that just means, you know, tweeting about stuff occasionally or whatever, sharing people's stories. Um, yeah, it's, it's just all been really, really exciting. Yeah. You know, tell me a little bit about that in terms of, you, had, you mentioned it briefly, and I actually think it's interesting mm-hmm. topic to discuss and dissect a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, actually, the, the part where you mentioned um, being depressed and, and yeah. getting hit. Um, with that while you're working mm-hmm. on your own and then mm-hmm. finding the community that you're now a part of. And, and, you know, t- just tell me about that. I think that's a struggle that a lot of people go through. Yeah. A lot of people who are who have ideas for things and they're like, okay, I want to build this. And oftentimes you find out, like, I think you're the only person who can, who can really push things along. So the inevitability of mm-hmm. working alone in some capacity, it, it's, it's tough. So tell me about that. Yeah. I mean, and I think you, I think you hit on something there. Um, when you have an idea um, and you don't have other people to reach out to, um, even if it means getting, you know, getting criticism, um, if you, if you keep, if you keep all of that to yourself, I think it's, I, I think it can be, I think it can get to be sort of, um, if not, you know, if not toxic, at least, um, at least very like, I, I don't know. It can create a lot of anxiety in a person, I think. And, um, so when I was, when, when I was working from home, um, I, and I was, and I was trying to grow my business. I was trying to, you know, as re- I, I, I belong to some networking groups. Um, but you know, that was coffee occasionally like way too early in the morning personally, I thought, but, um, uh, we, I mean, I mean, I think humans are supposed to be a part of a community and I mean, I'm an introvert, so I don't always want to be a part of a community. I do need time to, um, to kind of decompress and be with my own thoughts. Um, but if I don't have interaction with other people, 
um, I get, I get really stuck and, and I think I'm personally prone to depression and once, and it kind of creeps up on you. I think you don't really realize that, um, that you're starting kind of towards that, that spiral down. But, um, I think what happens is, um, you just start having the same conversation in your own head when you don't have anyone else engaging with you in that conversation whether whether that conversation is you know a new idea that you might have or maybe the direction that you should start to take your company or um, or ideas for how to expand your services or that kind of thing um, it's it's just I mean I, I think um, I think we I think we need to put to put ourselves out there and when you do that you you certainly make yourself yourself vulnerable. And I mean, I think, I think that's another, another big struggle that we have is, um, is the fear of, you know, of, of putting yourself out there being your most authentic self and, um, and maybe being, you know, subject to, um, to any kind of criticism or hate or just whatever. Um, but I mean, what I've found is, is that especially when you're in a community of, of people that, um, that are, you know, along a similar kind of path as you or people at least that you can learn from, um, that people, people really want to help actually. And, um, it's funny because some, uh, I've, I've done different workshops and stuff in the area and some people will come up to me and say that, um, you know, they have this great idea for maybe a mobile app or they have a great idea for a business, but they don't, but they're not ready to share it yet. They're kind of afraid of, um, just any sort of, you know, intellectual property type stuff or whatever. Um, but I mean, what, what I've found is that if you, if you share that, if you, if you start talking about what it is that you, that you want to grow, um, you can't do all of that by yourself. Um, and having other people's input is just so crucial to, to the process. Um, to being an entrepreneur and even a solopreneur, because, um, I mean, you just, you, you really can't do it alone. And, and it's only, and, and people will want to help you. And here's the thing too, is that, um, most people will just say, yeah, that's a great idea. Have you maybe considered this? But, um, but most people also have too much going on that they're not going to be able to steal your idea and execute it on it. I mean, that's why, you know, that's, that's why, um, I, I would say that, it's just, it's just way more rewarding to, um, to, to put yourself out there. And, um, and it's scary. Like I'll totally acknowledge that it's, it's scary saying, you know, Hey, these are the things I think I'm good at. Um, but you only, but you only better yourself by doing that. Um, and, um, I mean, kind of back to the depression discussion, I mean, I think when you, when you keep your idea to yourself, when you, when it stays in your head, you're just critiquing yourself and just kind of like beating yourself up over all of those, all of those things that are going on. And, um, and it just becomes this horrible kind of cycle. Um, and it's really, really hard to get out of. Um, and my, I think my biggest suggestion would be to, you know, I mean, to not to just kind of brush off the fact that maybe you are experiencing depression, but to, but to, to let other people know what you're going through. Um, 
we learn so much from, from the challenges that other people have and, and to be able to connect with somebody else that, that has been through something similar is so, so valuable. I mean, especially, especially as an entrepreneur, you're expected to sort of, you know, take these risks and, and be this, be this rebel and everything. But, um, but I think entrepreneurs are also incredibly vulnerable and being able to connect with, with the people around them is, uh, only makes them a better entrepreneur. Um, yeah. So, so tell me, how do you, in in that context, Mm -hmm. what's the best way to, to connect with a group then, especially if you're an introvert? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I think it makes a lot of sense that everything that I do is online, (laughs) that, you know, everything that I write is online. Um, I, and it's kind of funny because I actually work from home a lot now, but that's because I have to do a lot of writing. Being around people is really distracting to me. Um, and wait, shoot, I just forgot your question. (laughs) Sorry. No, no, that's cool. I'm an introvert. Yeah. How do you? How do you actually connect? With connect with the community. I feel like, you know, again, yeah. the introvert is going to be coming from a place where it's like, and I at least maybe I think I'm at to at least to a degree introvert, uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. and wouldn't would look and, and say, no, you know, I'm just going to try to handle this 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 thing myself. You turn right. off by connecting, we're like going to a group. It's just totally, um, you know, the I don't know anathema to their nature. Mm-hmm. Or what I mean, what do you do? Yeah. Um, so I suggest starting online. If you really are that much of an introvert, I, I do suggest starting online, finding out kind of what, um, like what Twitter conversations are going on. Um, join a Facebook group. I mean, especially, you know, the Facebook groups I know that you're a part of, Tom. Um, um, interact with, start interacting with people that way. And then um, kind of get used to the feeling of, um, I mean, so for me as an introvert, the way that I experience that is it can all of a sudden start to feel like too much to take on what other people are throwing at me. So, um, so being online and interacting with people that way, I I'm in, I'm a little bit more in control of that because I can, you know, I can check notifications when I need to, um, and like leave the conversation when I need to as well. Um, as far as, as far as connecting in person goes, um, I mean, it, to me, I res- I respect somebody that is able to say, you know, maybe they're at, maybe they're at one of the networking happy hours or something like that going on in their area. But I absolutely respect when somebody says, um, you know, I, I need some time for myself now. It was really great meeting all of you, but you know, I'm heading home. I think being super self-aware, um, just starting to recognize when you're, when you're sort of filled up with, with all of the interaction, um, kind of when it's time to, to kind of leave and decompress. Um, so, I mean, for me, that can be, I mean, just my personal experience, it can be really hard to navigate because not only am I an introvert, but I, I really love helping people and reaching out, reaching out to people and figuring out who needs to be connected with what resource, um, is something that I'm good at and being able to give that to other people, um, is really fulfilling to me, but, but I definitely run into the issue of, of, of doing that too much of sort of, of sort of just extending myself. And, um, and all of a sudden I'll realize like, wow, why am I freaking out about the tiniest things? Like dishes being in the sink, 
is freaking me out, you know? So I, so I'm starting to get better at recognizing like, Oh, maybe you're, maybe you need a little bit of, of you time, Rachel. I mean, sometimes that's as simple as, as taking a walk, like just take a walk and clear your head a little bit. Um, actually I recommend doing something physical. Um, when your uh, when your brain is full of just that much stuff going on, because um, I, I guess ha- the way that I sort of engage with people, I sort of take on everything that they're that that they're dealing with too. So all of a sudden, there's not enough room in my own head for me, if that makes sense. So being able to like go on a walk or go on a run. Or, or even like just taking a drive in the car, kind of doing something where you're experiencing something physically helps helps me to mentally sort of like, I guess, push stuff out of my head or work through it um, without having to without having to like stress about it. So, um, I mean, I definitely recommend. I mean, physical activity is good anyway. So, um, so yeah. <clears throat> Great stuff. Yeah, it's funny when you mentioned the, the dishes thing. <laughs> I do, uh, do a lot of travel and working kind of out of my backpack and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I'm mostly cool with it until things kind of do get high pressure or stuff yeah. creeps up on me. And then I'm like, all of a sudden, like getting really like upset uh-huh. and angry at like how I'm organized and like, man, I just wish I had an office uh, or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Like just limiting like or, or just negative self-talk that doesn't help anything. Right, right. And it's so, but it's funny because like when I, I pull myself out of it and look for a third party perspective, it's like these little like mini meltdowns, like, and then I guess they're not even that bad, but it's almost like OCD or something like that. I'll just go and start to like organize everything like that's going to fix something. Right. <laughs> and it, right. It is, it's still helpful, I guess, from like an energy kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Space. I can right. agree with the, the physical piece of it too. Working out has been, is, is huge, like super helpful for me to kind of like, okay, I'm going to take a break. Time to go for a run or something. Like that, to go lift and just space yeah. out for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, and some of the, I think some of the most successful entrepreneurs kind of know that they need that. Um, I think being an entrepreneur means being really self-aware of knowing how you work and the environment that you need to work in. It took me, it took me a while to realize like maybe, maybe working in, maybe trying to work and get work done in a community isn't the best for me. So when I, when I do um, engage in settings where it's a group of people or it's a co-working office that I'm visiting or whatever. Um, make sure I don't have any work that I really need to get done because I get, it's just too much for my brain. So, um, I mean, know yourself, you know, uh, know, know the way that you need to work so that it, um, so that it's not a surprise when all of a sudden you're like, why did I just snap at that person for asking, you know, where the closest, electrical outlet was like, that's not, that's not how I usually interact with people. So I think just kind of, kind of gauging stress levels, um, but making sure to take like regular breaks, like go for a walk around the block or, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, one of my tricks actually is that I just drink a ton of water so that I have to get up and go to the bathroom frequently enough so that at least I'm getting some kind of like step away, step away from everything that's going on and sort of like, be with myself and mull through whatever it is that I need to, to mull through in my head. Yeah. You know, replace water with liquor and you got me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just different strategies, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. I think this is great stuff that I I actually had no intention of going this direction, but I think it's something that um, not enough people do talk about. I think it's, it's uh, important to hear. 
So for anybody out there who's experiencing those kind of tough times, and I, I, I go through them mm-hmm. probably once a day or something like that, probably on average. So I get it. Um, you know, you know, just I, I think this is a great interview. Listen to it and just take note of, of some of the advice Rachel's given out. I think it's good stuff. Um, you know, I want to. We're getting close to the wrap up point here, Rachel, and I, I want to take it back to uh, Launch DFW. Tell us uh, what you're working on that context right now and where where Launch DFW is going. Um, you know, yeah, give us all your deepest, darkest secrets <laughs> of what Launch DFW is doing. Awesome. Yeah. So our um, our focus obviously is the North Texas startup community. So um, so we're providing um, anybody that's connected with us through our website or Facebook page or Twitter, we're providing them with information about um, any of the uh, of the events going on in the area, any any co working spaces that are available to work at, what's going on. Um, with startups, what's going on with technology in the North Texas area, um, who's getting funded, um, you know, and, and we also, we also have, well, actually, uh, we have a, a lot of happy hours. I think <laughs> we have, we have a couple happy hours a month just to connect everybody in the community. Um, and we also have a monthly event called Dallas new tech, which, um, I mean, through the help of, of our volunteers, um, it's grown to be just this amazing, amazing event. Um, I think we went from like last year having about like 80 to a hundred people at an event. And at our last event, we, um, we were in a bigger venue and we were almost at 300. So that's slowly growing too. And that's just exciting to be a part of. Um, and that event, it's six companies get the opportunity to pitch on their, um, on their technology. So a product uh, that they have or a platform that, or an app that people might want to use. Um, they get five minutes to pitch on their product and then the audience gets five minutes to ask that person about their company and what they have going on. And, um, it's just a really, it's just really awesome to see like, Hey, this is what's going on. This is what's going on in our community. This is what people are creating and building. And, and then, um, I mean, one of the most common questions at Dallas new tech that the audience will ask the company is what do you need? What do you, like, what do you need for us to help you, you know, to grow? And, um, I mean, of course, of course I'm going to be biased. I love Dallas and what, and what's going on. Um, but we were recently named U S chamber of commerce earlier this year. So that Dallas was the number one place to start a business. Um, I mean, not only do I think of, of that being because of, you know, any of the, like, it's, it's just cheaper to, you know, for any of the, like, um, setting up an LLC or whatever. A lot of that's an easy, a pretty easy process. But I mean, I think it's because of our community. I think we just support each other. And, um, and we, and we all kind of know that if you, if you put it out there, like what it is that you're working on, um, other people are going to be willing to help. And, um, and so what we're trying to do with launch is grow that, um, is to, is to get more exposure to what's going on in Dallas because, um, not that I'm making any kind of predictions, but I think especially with technology and especially with, um, kind of what's going on with business, uh, there's, there's just this surge right now that's going on and we want launch DFW to be on the crest of that wave. Um, and I don't know, I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. That's awesome. Well, Rachel, thanks so much for being on the show and being on In the Trenches. Uh, you know, thanks for sharing your story and, and especially the topics that we get to cover. Very exciting. I, I really enjoyed them. I thought they were extremely useful and educational. So thank you for that. And and finally, I want to get well, back to you and 
ask, where can people best reach out to you and connect? Awesome. Yeah. If, uh, they want to get a hold of me, you can reach me on Twitter and that's, um, at Rachel T Gillum. Um, and then you can also email me. It's Rachel at launchdfw.com. And that wraps up another broadcast of in the trenches. If you're interested in checking out the show notes, just head over to tomworkers.com slash podcast to see our latest episodes. Also, I just wanted to give a quick update to fans and listeners of In the Trenches and specifically what I'm working on right now. For the past two years, I've been publishing books, my own and others, through Insurgent Publishing, my boutique publishing company. In the past six months alone, I've helped four individual authors launch their books to bestseller on Amazon, including Dan Norris's The Seven Day Startup and David Nihil's Do You Talk Funny, among others. And both of those books are still top of the charts months after launch. I've learned two important things from all this. Number one, that people still read books. And believe it or not, they're willing to pay for the good ones. And number two, the $60 billion book industry is only getting bigger and the barrier to entry is only getting lower. Which means access to this market has never been closer to the average writer, blogger, or author. It is literally within the grasp of anyone who wants it. But you need to know how to approach it the right way. With patience, with a strategy, and with the right implementation and execution. That's why I've been able to launch so many bestsellers, many that are still top of the charts, because we brought great books to the people who wanted and would pay for them. No slimy sales tactics, just honest, powerful marketing. Now, I want to show other authors and publishers how to do the same. Four months ago, I launched the pre-beta to a new super-secret platform called Publisher's Empire. In that time, I've helped a dozen authors and publishers start to bring their ideas to life. And with their help and feedback, we've quickly developed what is, in my opinion, the best, most comprehensive publishing training platform in the world. And now I'm getting ready to open the doors up to a few more students. So if you're interested in being part of a tight-knit family of publishers who help and support one another through their writing and publishing projects, if you want access to over 100 HD training videos to take you through the writing and publishing process, if you want access to proven copy and paste book marketing and sales copy, stuff that we've used to launch bestsellers. And if you'd like professional book covers and templates, you could plug your own work into and look like a pro in minutes. And if you'd like all of that while getting the chance to be mentored by me, check out publishersempire.com and sign up to be notified when we launch. That's www.publishersempire.com. I hope to see you there. As always, this is Tom Morcus. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Thank you for listening to In the Trenches. Your creative work doesn't stop here. Join the resistance, the small but growing army of entrepreneurs and artists putting a dent in the world at www.tommorkis.com. Never fight alone. Join the resistance.